I am reading from the poems of David Smith, NYC, from minus 2 BC. Or just, it's not minus, it's just 2 BC. Oh, what's that? That means two years before coronavirus. Or October, early October 2018. Oh, okay, so BC. Oh, coronavirus is 2020, so 2021 is 1 BC, AD? Yeah, that's 1 A, AC. But 2018 would be 2 BC. Oh, is that, is that like, uh, that would be during Buddha's time, Buddhist era. No, well... Sort of, yeah. This poem. So I'm reading the poems from the Wix blog. Uh, David Smith, 208. From October 2018. This one is called A Statue of Buddha. <laughs> wow. Poem. A statue. Hmm. A statue. Dash, yourself as Buddha can now be part of your furniture. Also, uh-huh. oh, you, you're, you become your furniture. Uh-huh. Huh. It could be totally organic. Well, that is organic, I guess. If you're the statue, you could have it three, four, five times a day. It could be your centerpiece and masterpiece. It could be your very own monument to peace. Uh, <laughs> it could also be performance art. Yeah, you could do it like just sitting, uh, just sitting in meditation, sort of like looking like Buddha. Could you could do it as performance art? Uh, yeah, why don't artists do that? Uh, you would have to sit very still like a mime and or something, but it would be very sublime. God himself could play the music and be your muse or something. Huh? The only thing non-symmetrical about it is the music is played on the right side. Yeah. Oh, so this would be perfectly symmetrical and God plays the music. and But why is it I'm played on the right side, and that's not symmetrical. Well, I guess so. Part of nature, there's a right and left side, I guess, so. Maybe that's just the way it is. If you empty your mind and sit all the time, you can experience inner fulfillment. You can continue to breathe, but ignore your breath. This is not dead sitting, Zen. You can have a sat mat sat guru inside your head. I said this was not dead sitting, Zen, so. Yeah, were you planning to go to a Zen monastery and then have a sat mat sat guru inside your head? That's. That's like cheating. I mean, you are doing something else other than the sun. And uh, 
You were supposed to be looking at your breath. Uh, yeah. It says you can continue to breathe, but ignore your breath. Yeah. So you're not meditating, correct, in the Zen monastery. You can have a sant mat satguru inside your head. No one said you could not pray to God direct instead. Extreme stillness stimulates the stem cells and is also good for your skin. Interesting that you say. I know they like to fasting and stuff to stimulate your stem cells like three-day fast or if any fast will stimulate your stem cells but it's extreme stillness is this in addition to your fast or, or uh, who says how do you have that where's the proof yeah where's the proof you write this poetry and make claims and I want to see the proof. Uh, all right, then go to a science lab, I guess. Extreme stillness, stillness stimulates your stem cells and also is also good for your skin. <laughs> it's like having a beauty treatment. It is a lot better than watching TV, which turns your head into pig meat instead. Totally enlightened gurus recommend the God Channel instead. Which is just inside your head. Going to the third eye could become routine if you do it all the time instead. The devil gets tired of trying to stop you and gives up instead. You can choose to be a very frequent practitioner or a very long time period practitioner. You could become a never returner and vanish inside your head. <clears throat> My favorite visitors are from Ankara and Peshawar and are Muslim. With only a few connections, you can travel world. You can travel the world before you are dead. D.S. Palm, October 7, 2018. Hashtag Ankara. Hashtag Peshawar. Hashtag performance art. Hashtag mime. Hashtag santmat. Hashtag never returner. Hashtag Muslim. Hashtag Emily Dickinson. Why is she in there? She's got a poem attached at the end. Huh? Yeah, you went through a long uh, reading period of Emily Dickinson. So I guess it's natural for you to post her when you're reading well over a thousand poems. Yeah, two it's close to 2,000. Did you read her, her biography and her letters? Yeah. Poem Emily says, 1017, to die without the dying and live without the life. This is the hardest miracle propounded, propounded to belief. Okay. It has a little thing here with a picture of Emily. It says, death has a symbol of feminism in the works of Emily Dickinson. 
Is that a scholastic thing? And what's this Muslim guy? <laughs> yeah. Well, you like the visitors. You said you're what you're saying here is you get you at this time getting a lot of uh, visitors to your website and blog from Ankara and Peshawar. Well, it's because your references to Islamic stuff uh, attracted their attention. Yeah, I don't know if they approved of it much, but uh, yeah, what? They don't have the TV on, so they're more, they have more time when because they're, they're not watching as much TV. Oh, is that why you have more visitors from Pakistan? Oh, I don't know what it could be. Or is it because you have a statue of Buddha? Are you doing sitcoin mining? Is that... How do you do that? What do you do? Is it podcasting or writing poems? Or do you get... Do you get uh, value from podcasting? You get... You paid in bitcoins or sitcoins or oh I thought oh I thought it was from meditating you you get sitcoins uh, mine you mine sitcoins oh I see so you generate uh, is that a new cryptocurrency uh, yeah you get it by meditating I guess uh, oh I see that's a new type. Uh, yeah, this is October 5th from 2018, Sitcoin Mining. I'm Sitcoin Mining in the poetry of David Smith. Oh, you're mining the poetry, yeah. How do you do that? We'll read the poem. Poem. It is not clear if Simran or Zikr is a shelter, a healing center, or an elevator. If you sit still inside your brain and repeat the same refrain, then spiritual nectar may start to rain. You can hoard this kind of treasure. Hmm. So you're hoarding... In a way, hoarding Simran or something. I don't know what the, what it is. It is a pleasant way to get up. The goal is constant enlightenment, not to do it once and give up. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. The goal is constant enlightenment, not to do it once and give up. You have to train like you are going to the Olympics. Saying your mantra is like taking your anti-aging medicine. Oh, okay. So you're taking medicine. So when you say your mantra, you're just basically taking your... uh, 
anti-aging medicine. Huh. Well, okay. So you're into anti-aging, I guess. So it is also good for simply clearing your head. Uh, yeah, your mind gets muddled with all this crap during the day. And uh, this is why you're into evening meditation. It gets polluted, basically, with rubbish throughout the day. <laughs> It is also good for simply clearing your head. You have now, we have now entered the mind cure age, uh, as William James suggested. Oh, I see. So in history, we're now in the mind cure. Oh, oh, is that, a, is that the new era, the new mime, the new melu or the new new uh, central idea of the age is the mind. Oh, you cure. Oh, you're curing yourself with the mind. Oh, yeah, we're in the... We're now in the age of mindfulness, and that's the, the, the buzzword stuff. Oh, so this was predicted by William James long before the rage, yeah. Also, at the time of writings, let's say... Uh, Varieties of uh, Spiritual Experiences, Varieties of Religious Experience by William James. It was, he launched the era of the mind curage. Also, uh, oh, you're pre clear, curing yourself uh, uh, with your mind using your mantra. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to cure myself right now by reading this poem and podcasting it out. It's gonna, I'm gonna cure the listeners. Uh, and I'm gonna get rich with Sitcoin's uh, mining. Uh, oh, so you're getting quite wealthy now from meditating, yeah? Yeah, at least in Sitcoin currency, yeah. Saying your mantra is like taking your anti-aging medicine. It is also good for simply curing your head. You can now, we have now entered the, quote, mind cure, unquote, age. As William James suggested, extreme meditation is the new rage. The near-death experience, or the NDE, has been so heavily researched, it is now considered factual. All right, so... It's just flat out factual. So there's not gonna be any discussion and argument about it. All right, so don't even bother. And don't write and ask questions, okay. The near-death experience NDE has been so heavily researched it is now considered factual. They have moved on to studying it now when it is voluntary at the University of Virginia. Uh -huh. Are you going to go there and volunteer? Uh -huh. uh -huh. One pointed concentration is New Age Sitcoin mining. Uh -huh. Oh, so that's what it is. Uh -huh. Six hours of meditation is like 
$60,000 of basic income. Uh huh. David Smith, poem, October 5th, 2018. Hashtag Simran. Yeah, you gotta put Simran as. Because you're claiming Simran as Sitcoin mining in a way. Zikr. And that's for the Muslims and in Ankara and Peshawar who are listening to this podcast. Hashtag MindCure, hashtag William James, hashtag meditation, hashtag NDE, hashtag near-death experience, hashtag University of Virginia, hashtag sitcoin, hashtag basic income, hashtag poetry, hashtag voluntary NDE. Oh... So this poem discusses the uh, the mind cure method of sitcoin mining. Do you get your vitality by dying or something? Or, I mean, uh, that's suggested by Emily Dickinson. It seems. Uh, are you suggesting it, or what are you suggesting in this poem? Well, the poem's title on October fourth is uh, "Is My Thoughts Were Rudely Interrupted by Simran." So, yeah, I was having a thought about that. Uh, I was thinking about how I get vitality from dying, but then my thoughts were rudely interrupted by Simran. Oh, I see. So what's the poem say about it? It says, my thoughts were rudely interrupted by Simran. And do you ever have, are your podcast interrupted? Also by Simran, what would happen? Uh, yeah. It is cool when you are thinking, and your thinking is, is interrupted by thoughts of God. The normal way is you do Simran, say your mantras, and then you have spurious worldly thoughts. But if you do all day, Simran, repeat your mantras throughout the day, or do a lot of meditation, then you will find the reverse. Oh, that's like a reversal. Or is that similar to like walking backwards? I know you do reversals in your exercise and stuff. So this is the reversal of the normal way. Your thoughts, oh, normally, I see. Normally you're meditating and you're rudely interrupted by a thought. But in this case, your meditation, your mantras are interrupting your thoughts. You are thinking during meditation and Simran intrudes upon your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, I could... If I was to think Simran, 
mantras right now, this podcast would be interrupted. I get a kick out of it when it happens. Thoughts are just plain vanilla, and Simran is more energetic and a lot better. Wow. William James says in conclusion, quote, There is something wrong about us, unquote. And the, quote, solution, unquote, is by, quote, making proper connections to the higher powers, unquote. Oh, I see. So there's something wrong about you when you're just thinking and... uh, And the solution is by making a proper connection to the higher powers. This is not you making this up. This is William James. Yeah. Oh, is he a top authority? (laughs) Is he a top scholar? (laughs) Yeah, around the turn of the 20th century and the 20th century. (laughs) Oh, did he give a lecture that Oxford, or was it uh, Cambridge? Did you go to the lecture? Are you going to Cambridge or Oxford? That depends on my connections to the higher powers. That's what meditation is. It is the solution. Oh, also it's the solution. That's good, uh, you're podcasting the solution. Yeah. It is like doing physical therapy. You stick your head into the stand-up MRI and refresh your head. You have to have radiation. You fix your gaze upon the third eye and then just say goodbye. My poetry should point to the steps and be helpful like Romain. Life without meditation is just tragic. Oh, you mean life without meditation is just a tragedy? Yeah, everybody who's not meditating, their life is just tragic. Mindfulness meditation is good for the masses, while Sarat Shab Yoga and Sant Mat is good for the elect. And passive. Uh Oh, I see. So you are a passive person. Yeah, I'm very passive. (laughs) And you're not aggressive enough to do mindfulness meditation. No. In mindfulness meditation, you take a 10-day course. Uh In Surat Shab Yoga, it is for 10 years. Oh, I see. Your course is quite a bit longer, I guess. Yeah. Simran all day long is very good for a beginner. It will really help his practice. It is strange that after 42 years of practice, it is still the same for me, like I am also just a beginner. Whoa. So you haven't made any progress at all in 42 years. You're still a beginner. Yeah, I start every day as a beginner. 
I'm supposed to be a bodhisattva, not just a stream enterer. I must be lazy and do not practice. I can become enlightened some of the time. It helps if I sit at three. An advanced mystic can become self-sufficient. I am beginning to think my actual physical needs are a whole lot lower. I could meditate instead, but people don't understand it. If you go to the graveyard and practice being dead, they think it's morbid instead. Oh. Yeah, people don't, don't, uh, don't uh, respect uh, my interest in going to the graveyard. So what are you going to do about that? Are you just going to go secretly by yourself to the graveyard? Yeah. I'll just go alone in secret, because uh, if you go to the graveyard and practice being dead, they think it is morbid instead. It is the truth that is sublime, not some stupid rhyme. If you are looking for the Holy Grail, look inside. The human body, when it walks into position, becomes like a church. You can worship alone and feel like you are home. You can have brain replacement surgery where you learn how to take care of your back and knees and keep them pliant, fluid, and buoyant. You can develop a personality with altered traits the same way so it is, it is pliant, compassionate, flexible, and buoyant. Buoyancy starts with inspiration and is psychological. It starts in the head and creates trickle-down instead. If you sit up straight, it is more likely to open up the gate. It is never too late. You should not wait until you are reincarnated. The recordings of my piano pieces are final because I am a never returner. No one understands me, but they are welcome to come to my funeral. <laughs> huh. It's interesting. No one understands me, but they are welcome to come to my funeral. I will be more understood after I am dead. If you want to make meditation work, then you should give it a lot of tries, like you were starting an old car. God eventually gets tired of his game of ignoring you. <laughs> God gets tired of his game of ignoring you. On the days God is ignoring me, I pray to Tuka instead. He understood him and is a great poet. Tuka is Tuka Rama. Yeah, he's a good poet. Yeah, he helps me out of my ruts and stuff. Uh -huh. Are you really? He really helps? Yeah. 500 years after I am dead, they will dig up my poetry under the ice in Finland and find that I have a connection to Tuka. Diaspoma, October 4th, 2018. Hashtag Simran, hashtag William James, hashtag Rumi, hashtag mindfulness, hashtag meditation, hashtag Sarat Shop Yoga, hashtag Bodhisattva, hashtag stream enterer. Hashtag never returner, hashtag piano, hashtag altered traits, hashtag tuka, hashtag tukarama. Wow, that's a long poem, and uh, was it interrupted by tukarama?
interrupted, God interrupted, or what happened? Did you end up in a graveyard somehow? Can I come to your funeral? Would that interrupt your thoughts? You say your thoughts were rudely interrupted by Simran. Do you explain what the process of meditation is like in your poetry? I mean, these are poems of annihilation or poems about meditation, I guess. Is this done in the graveyard or is it... uh, Are you just a grave person? Yeah, these poems seem very grave. Is it because you... You don't... You think about these graveyards, but really your thoughts are interrupted by Simran. So you didn't even make it to the graveyard like you said you would. So what was the process of meditation? <clears throat> poem. <clears throat> oh, the process of meditation is a totally present and internal affair. There is no need for past memories or planning for the future. Yeah, you've, you're still learning that thing. There's no need for it. How could you not plan for the future? Well, it helps if it's gotten closer to the future and live one day at a time because it's become so hard to predict the future. You don't do prediction? No. There is no need for present past memories or planning for the future. Your outside life doesn't matter. It is actually an illusion. You are self-contained and complete. Wow, I'm complete in and of myself, wow. So I don't have to go travel to a hot spring. (laughs) Well, that might be nice though, good place to meditate. Well, what about the graveyard? Well, that's just to make it more grave, uh, make my podcast more grave in its presentation. Outer matters are mostly disappointing. Yeah, you're most uh, you make plans and then you just get disappointed. So you must be sick of making them. I know. Uh, <clears throat> it is hard not to enjoy samadhi. It is okay to stay within the spa inside your head. Thoughts tend to waste power while Simran generates bliss and energy. The longer you can stay concentrated within, the better. You can focus on your third eye as long as the stomach is empty. Oh, can't you when it's not empty? Well, not quite as well. It is a worthwhile trip to close down the thoughts and the stomach long enough to see what is in there. Oh, so you're just asking to close down the thoughts in the stomach long enough to see what is in there. It is just a matter of scheduling. Oh, so it comes down just to scheduling?
I thought it was much more complicated than that. So, and you're saying the process of meditation is just a matter of scheduling. Yeah. Huh. How could that be? Well, you've said before it's time management. Huh? The life of a mystic seems just to be an effort to eliminate distractions. The ordinary life can be easily with the ordinary life can be easier with supernatural powers. It is strange that but we are conditioned to collect that which we think is beneficial. Hmm. We are conditioned to collect that which we think is beneficial. Now it turns out that which is beneficial is our own attention. So we gather our attention and put it into the well that lies just inside your head and thus accumulate nectar. <laughs> so that's meditation. That's the process, yeah. Oh, so that's, oh, that is the process of meditation. What were you doing at the airport? Were you trying to find the point of departure or the point of arrival? Or, or were you looking for maybe pre-cleared, your pre-cleared status or, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you live near the airport or what's this poem about? Poem. The poem is, is the third eye the point of arrival or departure? Okay, poem. Mm. Is it the point of departure or the point of arrival? The funny thing about the third eye is it seems to be both. It is certainly convenient you don't need any luggage, nor your mind or your body. You can just stay there on vacation. Huh. Wow, it is a good location. Huh. That's so cute. I like this poem. Oh, why don't you arrive at this poem then in your poetry? Okay. Is it the point of departure or the point of arrival? The funny thing about the third eye is it seems to be both. It is certainly convenient. You don't need any luggage, nor your mind or your body. You can just stay there on vacation. It is a good location. You can work from the top and let success just trickle down. It is good for the body to be at rest. You can start very early. And have gigantic gaps in your schedule. The music of the spheres can be the rumble instead of a plane. Huh. You can fly up to heaven without moving a muscle. You just open the door in your head and sit there instead. With an empty stomach, the body is abandoned. It is very romantic. Huh. These poems are very romantic, I think. 
Don't you think they're romantic? Uh, oh, are you romantic? Oh. Yeah, I don't know if I'm a romantic mystic or an idealist or uh, mystical idealism uh, or if they're under Sufism or if they're under... Well, what's the other types of stuff? Is they upside down poems or... Huh. The main thing I can teach you is how to be dead. Sounds like they're morbid to me. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That's not... Well, death fascination is somewhat romantic, but... Sounds more existential. Uh, yeah. The main thing I teach you is how to be dead. To be in a long samadhi is better than a trip to Bali, especially lately with all the tsunamis and coronavirus and uh, and hurricanes and earthquakes and uh, what what else has happened? Uh, oh, I thought yeah, I thought there was some. Uh, Yeah, didn't they have a thing like in Haiti, like there, which is already a poor country? I thought they had both coronavirus and then. Wait a minute, they had a f earthquake and then a hurricane was on the way. That sounds pretty horrible. So you are a morbid, uh, depressing poet, yeah. Well, does that make you, uh, are you, are, I don't know what kind of poet you are. To be in a long samadhi is better than to trip to Bali, especially lately with all the tsunamis. Simran with attention deep in your head is how you accomplish this. Your food has to be blessed by a Satguru, a sheikh and a rabbi. Whoa. How are you going to get that? Wait a minute here. If your food has to be blessed by a Sikh guru, a sheikh, and a rabbi. Oh my goodness. The food will spoil by the time you get it blessed. So I guess you can't eat. <laughs> the conditions required for success are very narrow. Oh, I see. So... No, this is, uh, oh, so you're saying the conditions for success in achieving samadhi is very narrow. Well, wait a minute, that's not very positive. Huh. God's grace comes when you don't move. This is a poem of ecstasy. I would like a room with Rumi. Huh, that's... Well, I think this stuff is just silly because you say you want a room with Rumi. It's silly poetry. It's all it is, really. So, Well, it sounds cute in a way to want a room with Rumi. You're just saying you would like to read Rumi or understand him or replicate him or get your food blessed by Rumi or or you want to find his point of departure, yeah. 
At the end of the road, the only one there is. At the end of the road, the only one there is, is a Persian poet. I am a celibate monk who is trying to shrink his luggage so I can be a professional traveler. Oh, so that's kind of what you are, I guess. You're a celibate monk who's traveling light. Uh, and so you can be a professional traveler. Oh, so you're a professional traveler who has very little luggage or one carry-on only. And you're a celibate monk. Uh, and and apparently you're writing poetry about it. Uh, that is, if you can find, and you can find the point of departure in this poem. To sit still is sublime and is best done all the time. One way to save the planet is to reduce all the motion. When you travel, it should only be a one-way ticket. Wow, and now it's one way. Now, wait a minute, so it couldn't be arrival. Wait, so is it departure? Or do, do you get a pre-cleared status for this one departure, one-way ticket? <laughs> yeah, you raise a lot of questions in this poem. It has a, let's, it has a picture of a taxi, and then it has a, a New York taxi in New York in the background and an airplane, and it has, it has, uh, goodness, a sunset, and it has a, a Simran with a clock, and hashtag Persian poetry, hashtag tsunami, hashtag third eye, hashtag music of the spheres, hashtag seek, hashtag shake, hashtag rabbi, hashtag roomy, hashtag professional travel. Hashtag travel, hashtag meditation, hashtag sit still, hashtag save the planet, and hashtag plane. <laughs> that was kind of a con concentrated poem, so I'm going to read it again. <laughs> Is the third eye the point of arrival or departure? This could maybe be a Zen koan, too, or something. So you'd have to answer it in the monastery so when you come to my meditation class you have to answer this question or you can't come in okay poem is it the point of departure or arrival hmm. Hmm. the funny thing about the third eye is it seems to be both it is certainly convenient. You don't need any luggage, nor your mind or your body. You can just stay there on vacation. It's a good location. You can work from the top and let success just triple, trickle down. It is good for the body to be at rest. You can start very early and have gigantic gaps in your schedule. The music of the spheres could 
can be the rumble instead of the instead of a plane. You can fly up to heaven without moving a muscle. You just open the door in your head and sit there instead. With an empty stomach, the body is abandoned. It is very romantic. Hmm. Yeah, you're very romantic, I'd say. I mean, you play, uh, don't you play Beethoven and Chopin and Schubert and you play, uh, you play, uh, you must be fairly romantic. The main thing I can teach you is how to be dead. To be in a long samadhi is better than a trip to Bali, especially uh, lately with all the tsunamis. Uh, hmm. Simran is attention deep in your head. Is send Simran with attention deep in your head is how you accomplish this. Also, it's not just Simran. It would be Simran with attention deep in your head. Also, it's not shallow outside your head, but it's with attention deep in your head. Your food has to be blessed by a sick guru, a sheikh, and a rabbi. Also, that's triple halal, kosher, and something or other, and prashad. So it has to be prashad, halal, and kosher. Oh, my God. That's interesting. You could start a a business or a restaurant that's triple or something. I don't know where you're going to get this food. I I got a feeling you're just not going to eat. The conditions required for success are very narrow. God's grace comes when you don't move. That's where you get grace? Goodness. This is a poem of ecstasy. I would like a room with Romy. At the end of the road, the only one there is is a Persian poet. Hmm. The end of the road. Oh, at the end of the road, the only one there is a Persian poet. Huh. I am a celibate monk who is trying to shrink his luggage so I can be a professional traveler. I guess that's what you want to be, so. To sit still is sublime and is best done all the time. One way to save the planet is to reduce all the motion. When you travel, it should only be a one-way ticket. <laughs> Wait a minute, so you were to reduce, you want to be a professional traveler, but you want to save the planet by reducing all the motion. Huh. It's a quite a... Rom- I, don't, I don't even know if it's romantic. I don't know how you would class this poem. Because 
I don't know what the point of arrival, if it's the point of arrival or departure.